P-A-S-C-A-L We're now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause only wishes are ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody, rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Again Yes we're going to clap to this. Good internet connections this time. Yes, yeah, snaps. Do the snaps one more time for me, Jack. Snaps, I missed that. You know, I'm busy clicking, clapping, I mean, clapping my hands and everything. Um, so anyway, like I was saying just a second ago, I'm hoping you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful, a fantastical and productive testicle Tuesday. That's what Whoa. I said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did say that. Uh, I'm just making sure everybody's here and listening. Um, yes, uh, sorry about that. The internet gets a little crazy sometimes. Sometimes the it, it, if the internet is really, really bad, um, it'll just completely just take the video and audio and just completely take it out of, out of sync. And then next thing you know, you're getting this weird kind of like kung fu movie thing going on. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and it's really, really annoying. So, like I said, I hope you guys are having a wonderful one. Sometimes you just got to do it twice. You know what I'm saying? Show's so good, you got to watch it twice. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, uh, you know, these things happen. Those things happen. So let's get back into it. I hope you guys are having a good one. Monday went by so fast, and I'm very thankful for it because usually Mondays usually are a tough one for me. Um, and uh, yeah, this past weekend really took a toll on me. So I wasn't able to do a 7 p.m. show uh, last night. I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I need a break. Sometimes I need some time to relax and unwind. And that's exactly what I did yesterday, uh, last night, which is exactly what I needed. I needed some time to just take a break, especially like yesterday's uh, pop-up video was a very long, uh, longer than what I usually do in regards to my pop-up videos. Uh, but it was a nice deep dive into something that happened, a terrible thing that happened in Portland, Oregon during the Black Lives Matter protests. Um, and if you haven't seen that video yet, by all means, go and check that video out. It is something to watch. Uh, you know, I, I watch, I, I'm sitting there looking at it in an unbiased way. I'm not sitting there trying to bash uh, any particular sides. I'm just looking at the facts and what happened in that particular video. But of course, I put in my own two cents at the end of the video, of course, because it is, it's, it's a terrible video. It is a terrible piece of, it is a terrible event that you, that is caught all on tape. And in a way it's like, I'm thankful that that was caught on tape because you get to see both sides of the spectrum, both sides of the story. It's not just one sided. You get to see a good chunk of it. You know, now I know that there's a lot of things in the very beginning of the video, in the very beginning before they start filming that is not seen. Um, but we don't know what that part of the story is. But at the same time, the violence that happens and that we see captured on video should never have happened, period. But I digress. Go check out my full analysis video. It is up there. I, I put it up yesterday afternoon, and I just figured, you know what? I just did that big deep dive 
put in my two cents, put in some time to put that put that video together. I was like, you know what? I just need some time to just unwind and relax a little bit. Uh, and, you know, and that's exactly what I did. I took some time to get some sleep, which is what I really, really needed more than anything in the world. So for all those who are just jumping in, watching the show for the first time, thank you so much for subscribing. The subscriber base has gone up considerably fast this this uh in the in the 7000 numbers in the sevens we're slow we're quickly approaching 8000 subscribers so if you guys have friends family you name it that are out there that want to support uh and be all about this show or that might be interested in a show like this or a channel like this please share this show share this feed you name it do what you need to do Okay, but anyway, I got Jackie in the house. What's up, man? How you doing, my brother? How yo, was your yo. Monday? How's it man? going, man? Good to see you. Uh, you know, yesterday I complained to you about your lack of colorful shirt that you were wearing, and you told me today that you'd be wearing a colorful shirt. And now look at you. Now you went two-tone bland. I went two-tone. Instead of a singular tone bland, you went two-tone bland. At least you got some contrast. I went two-tone. So, I'm sorry you know, to disappoint I even you. put on, like, a lavender shirt for you today. <sighs> Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, a mute. You gave me a mute color. You gave me a mute <laughs> color. Exactly. Uh, gave you lavender. That is like dead lavender. You know what I'm saying? That's what lavender looks like when it's dead. You know what I mean? When you see it, you're, you're, you're at the funeral for lavender and you're going, dearly beloved, we are gathered here. That's what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's been washed a few times. So. I was going to say, that looks like a, a lavender that is like a murder suspect or a, a murder victim that is sitting there that is drowned. You see what I'm saying? That looks like a drowned victim. Do you see what I'm saying? That's how, that's how, <laughs> that's how muted I didn't come did. prepared to okay. have an argument about shirts. I was just trying to throw some shade onto you. Hey, I have not drank enough coffee yet to be able to have a good rebuttal. I'm just here with you, man. I'm here with you. You know what I'm saying? All all's I'm saying, you know what I mean? All's I'm saying is that uh, that is one uncolorful lavender. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm done now. I'm done I'm now. Trying, trying to blend in here, okay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. Hold on. I think some people are trying to figure out how to get over here. <laughs> I put a I put a link in the in the chat over on the other one. Okay. Good. We'll Just, see. Yeah. Chat over. Let them know that we are that we are literally on this other yeah. feed because I think I people said, are new, still new stream started. Come yeah. on over. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Angel Gill, what's up? Good morning, Mr. Super. What's up, man? Good morning. Um, uh, Alicia, what's up? Red hot rip blitz. How you doing, sweetheart? Good morning. Um, I'm seeing a few people that are on here that because Alicia's the one who is saying, "Hey, it looks like a really bad kung fu movie right now. You're everything's out of sync." I was like, "Dang, let me go check this out." But what I need to do is really quick go and delete that other one. I think At least we're not doing this stuff live. Uh, oh. Ah. <laughs> what? How, how could that be? How could that be? Um, they're like, everyone's like, where's the video? What's going on? I'm confused. See, now I need to just delete that one. That's what I need to do. That's what I'm about to do, man. We good? As far as I know, we're good. Weirder things have happened. 2020. 
Remember, this is 2020. Uh, weird things have happened, bruh. Weirder things have definitely happened. Anyway, all right. So it looks like people are starting to jump back on. Thank you, Jesus. There we go. Ah, okay. So uh, Donnie, uh, Don, Donnie, uh, Donnie, Donnie, what's up? Um, uh, I missed what video you, you were uh, talking about. Brandy, good morning. I'll let you know. Donnie, Donnie WMS. I'm thinking it's Williams, but I, you know, I don't want to be wrong. So Donnie, hey, good morning. The video I'm talking about is the last one I just popped, did uh, uh, last uh, afternoon. Go check it out. It's uh, basically a, uh, called Portland BLM Security. That's all I'm going to say right there. You know, uh, beats or brutally, brutally assaults uh, white man. Go check it out. It's a it's it's a deep dive into the entire event that happened um, a couple nights ago in Portland, Oregon. And uh, I just did a d deep dive into it. And uh, it's getting a lot of, you know, people are starting to look at it. It's getting a lot of traction on Twitter as well. Um, it's getting shared a lot on Twitter, getting a lot of new fans, uh, new followers and friends and stuff on Twitter as well, um, which has been really cool because they've been seeing that that deep dive and they're saying, oh, thank you so much for sharing uh, and giving your analysis an unbiased analysis of the actual event that went down. And so, um, yeah, you just you guys just got to go check it out when you get a second. Um, and if you haven't done it yet, I have Twitter and I also have Instagram, whichever platform that you use the most, please go follow me on both those. It's the Pascal show one word on both Twitter and Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. I'd love to meet all you guys. Um, sometimes uh, people like Tanu Vane and other people have helped uh, send me articles to look at to do for the show to talk about things on the show or to do little pop up videos that I do pretty much once or twice a day. Uh, now. So uh, please, you know, go check those things out and uh, hopefully uh, go follow me and, and hopefully we can start conversations out there as well. You know, not only just on here, but out there, too, you know. Um, oh, OK, that's what's up, Donnie. OK, that's what's up, Keith. Keith is a good dude, man. That's that's a, that's that's my brother right there, man. So I'm glad that you uh, that we've met before. You know what I'm saying? Thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, we got to jump into the news because I'm, you know, all this restarting and all that kind of messed up everything. Oh, and before I forget, we do have a special guest. He's one of the finalists. He was one of the uh, winners of uh, um, Last Comic Standings, the season four Last Comic Standings uh, uh, winner is going to be on the show today uh, at 10, 10 a.m. Chris Porter will be on with us live on the show. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to have him on. It's going to be uh, really great stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, very funny dude. He's got a lot to talk about, and he really loves Taco Bell. So we'll, I'm sure we're going to talk about that, too, about his love for Taco Bell and why. And why. Mm. Por qué. Perfect, right? Por qué. I mean... It's you know. beans, cheese, sauce, and beef, and you can mix it like a thousand different ways and call it something different. Right, and the tortillas, mm. quesadillas, and those, those quesadillas, and, and tortillas, and yep. those tortillas. You know what I'm saying? Makes no and I sense. Used to, I used to work at uh, Casa Grill. You remember that place over the mall? And uh, they had the Casa like, Gallardo, huh? Casa Gallardo. Yeah, the Casa Grill, though, it was oh. like Casa Gallardo Grill. It was like a, a shorter menu and stuff. 
but it was upstairs at the mall, and I worked there for a little bit as a server, and then there, you also had to make tortillas for people there, and because they got free free tortillas, right? And this yeah. one lady used to come in like religiously with her like three kids, and then come up and order like one drink, get free free tortillas, and order some guacamole, and but she always said, "Can I get some tortillas?" <laughs> You know, here's the thing. You said that this is a, this was a woman that would go to there to it a lot, right? That would oh, go yeah. there a lot. Why? Why wouldn't you learn how to pronounce the things properly if you're there? If you are a avid fan of said things, why right. wouldn't you learn to pronounce the things properly? I hate the people that would be like, and you know, talking normal, and then all of a sudden like tortillas. Can I get some tortillas with this, please? <laughs> it's like, no, you don't have to try so damn hard. Just say tortillas. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, it's right. like, oh, leave the fresca go. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The impasses. Like, you know, it's like, uh, can I get some <laughs> escargo, please? It's like, no, I, you don't need to do so much. Da- damn, that's too much work, man. Just say it. Damn. <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> you don't have to try. Like, shoot, you're at a Casa de Grill. You know what I'm saying? You're at a Taco Bell. Nobody ever will speak American. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm speaking American here. Those <laughs> L's make an L sound. You know what I'm saying? It just it drives me nuts. It really drives me nuts. The, can I get the li, 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 li? like don't you don't need to try so damn hard, man. Just speak. Just say the words. But it drives me nuts. It's like, let me get some quesadillas. Bruh. And and I'm telling you, and this is something that you buy and eat all the time and you still can't pronounce it right? Bruh, we gotta talk. We got to sit down and have a convo, bro. Seriously, bro. Anyway, moving on before it burns my cookies. <laughs> it won't burn my cookies. It's okay. It's all good. I ain't mad at nobody. I still love y'all. You guys are amazing. Still say quesadillas. It's okay. I ain't serving you. I hope not. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope not. Woo! If I am, we need to talk. If I am, we most definitely need to talk. Anyway, we got to jump into a few things, okay? Um, real quick. One of the main things is, uh, it's not one of our top uh, titles of the show, but we got to jump into this story because I think it's very, it's at least interesting enough. Um, and uh, sorry, this thing's bumping up. Okay, so top Ellen producers have been fired after allegations of sexual misconduct and sexual harassment. So more than 30 former employees detailed the allegations in a recent BuzzFeed news report. So this is coming from BuzzFeed. All right, guys. So three top executive producers of the Ellen DeGeneres show have been fired amid allegations. They engaged in blatant sexual harassment and used fear and intimidation to run the show. Ellen DeGeneres on Monday announced the ousting of executive producers, Ed Glavin, Kevin Lehman, and co-executive producer, Jonathan Norman in a video conference call with the show's crew and said an internal investigation in the workplace in into the workplace allegations would be completed soon according to an employee who is in the meeting so they uh a spokesperson for the warner brothers uh for warner brothers confirmed that glavin lehman and norman 
have parted ways, quote unquote, with the Ellen DeGeneres show. So here's the thing. Um, of course, they they all have said. Oh, actually, sorry. No. Um, so Lehman said he categorically denied any kind of sexual uh, impropriety. And uh, Norman also said he was 100 percent categorically denying these allegations. Glavin has not yet responded to requests for comment. So the thing is, is here it is. The ship that has that uh, the ship that Ellen DeGeneres has built is starting to sink. It is slowly sinking down. And instead of her being like, instead of the captain going down with the ship, she is trying to get a life lifeboat with the quickness. Um, obviously, there's a lot of things that are going on right now. Still, there's a lot of things in regards to the investigations. People are st they are still investigating everything. Nothing is fully confirmed except for those three producers, three top producers. Now, I don't blame them. I don't blame them for firing these people. Let's keep it real. These are all people that run the things that are going on behind the scenes. But I'll tell you this, though. That's partially Ellen DeGeneres' fault, too. Let's just be, let's be completely straight funky on it. She built this ship. She built this house, right? How would she not know who's in the house with her? You know, if she got some wolves in her house, if she got some if she got some sort of predatory uh, 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 energy in the house, wouldn't you know? It's not like they're going to smile on your face one second and then go and do crazy things behind closed doors without you knowing. That seems a little bit uh, like she's just completely disconnected from her entire show. That it's just like she pulls up, they hand her a script, she reads through it, she walks out, Ellen DeGeneres, and she's just dancing with Twitch, you know, popping and locking and dropping, and that's it. That doesn't make any sense to me. And then she jumps back in her limo and goes back into her beautiful, you know, crystal palace in the sky. That doesn't make no sense to me, personally, you know? What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she obviously should know. You know the inner workings of her show. I imagine that she did, but maybe it's one of those things where you know, something small happened and then it was let go, and then something else happened somewhere else that she didn't know about. Maybe she did know about some things, but maybe no one really complained or brought up, you know, to you know a allegation at any point in time along the way. Or maybe they did. Maybe it got put to HR, and then HR didn't do anything with it. Right. You know, not not everything gets run by Ellen. And she's there as the host. Uh, a lot of things are put in place for her, and she shows up, and she gets run down on the show. Uh, obviously, she needs to, to go and scare her her guests as she does. Um, but you know, I think that you know she became big time. I don't know. I mean, you got to imagine that any of these large type of TV shows has so many people working on it. Like she True. can't keep a tra keep track of everybody. And I'm not sitting here. Uh, and I'm not sitting here saying, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm not sitting there saying that she sh that she has to have her finger on every single pul pulsating heart in there. But continue, continue. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just is, it makes it, you know, once you get to that size of a show, I mean, you're really, you have a small town working for you. So, you know, and yeah. the set's not like it's everyone's in the same room. You have other people that are working in buildings. You have other people that are going out. 
uh, you know, trying to, to get set decorations. You have other people that are working in administration. Um, you know, so it's not like everyone's also right there. Uh, but yeah, she should have a better tally of what's going on. And if there are, you know, people starting to talk about issues mm-hmm. that are happening on set or with the staff, like those are things that obviously are, are of utmost importance. Yeah. So, you know, if there was even minor talk about it, like she needed to be on top of it. So, and it doesn't sound like anybody was on top of it. Well, I mean, so. what's interesting is that, um, the, of course, the changes came after BuzzFeed fo- uh, reported that five former employees said Glavin touched them in touched them in a way that made them feel uncomfortable by rubbing their shoulders and back, uh, as well as placing his hand around their lower waist. Uh, dozens of employees uh, also said Glavin had a reputation for being handsy with women, especially in the control room, managed and managed the team through fear and intimidation. Um, he he led with fear and t- intimidation on a daily basis. Forty seven employees said that to BuzzFeed. Then on top of that, um, then on top of that. This is for Lehman. One former employee told BuzzFeed News that Lehman had asked if he could get a HJ or a BJ. A ZJ. Yeah. In a bathroom at a a company party in 2013 on a separate occasion and then on a separate occasion in May uh, of 2017, uh, another former employee said she saw Lehman grope a production assistant in a car and kiss his neck. So, a lot of dirty things going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, sounds like he was an issue. Yeah. Well, it sounds like they were an issue. Yeah. It's more than just it's more than just Lehman. It's also Glavin. These are all like people sitting there saying. Nearly a dozen employees also said it was a co- it was common for Lehman to make sexually explicit comments in the office, making other colleagues questions. Uh, making other uh, colleagues question like, are you a top or a bottom? And pointing out male employees bulges in their crotches. Wow. So, yeah. And it continues. It continues on and on and on. I mean, of course, there are there are a lot of things that are being said. Uh, they Not only were they uh, inflicting or trying to instill some sort of energy of fear, like to fear these guys. You know, they're trying to bring that intimidation level in there. Um, but at the same time, they're trying to turn them into playthings, into toys, in a way, um, like they can have their way with those uh, those men, the men, apparently. Amer- apparently, it was the men, at least with Lehman. So that's very interesting. You know what I mean? She just came out with an apology video about an hour ago. It looks like something dropped. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen emotional Jeff. video call and says she's a multi-layered person as she apologizes as a staff. What? Wait, 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 wait. It, do we have the video? Uh, let me see. Check to see if you have the video because that's very interesting. I'd like to see that as well. You know, um, because... Uh, she said, I'm hearing that some people felt that I wasn't kind or too short with them and too impatient. I apologize to anybody if I've hurt your feelings in any way. Uh... She acknowledged she can be introverted at times, and she apologized if that was ever seen as hurtful. They're putting in real structures and resources for people, so this never happens again, and that is extremely important to Ellen. She was emotional seeing everybody. They are family. 
Uh, Michelle Smell just asked, asked this. Uh, why weren't there mechanisms in place for complaints that people felt comfortable using? Also, why did no one feel that Ellen would want to know? And that's a, the that's a thing, too. Here it is. She just said this, and he just quoted something. And, I, I mean, obviously, I'm reading this, and you obviously commented this before he read any of this. But you, clearly, she might have just had a very, well, one, she is Ellen. So I'm sure a lot of these PAs, a lot of these people that are part of the crew are intimidated to go up and approach her. Um, and I feel like also she also said I'm, I can be very introverted at times. In other words, she's trying to excuse her meanness or her cold shoulder uh, energy that she might that apparently she has on set. Um, so if you really think about it, maybe a lot of these people are intimidated to go up there and tell her these problems as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, that's why you have like HR. You know what I'm saying? That's why you have stuff like HR. That's why you have people out there that you can go to. So you don't have to. So you don't literally have to go to Ellen. You don't have to go to the boss, 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 to the CEO, the main person, the owner of the of the joint. You can actually go to somebody else to speak th about these things. Um, but I don't know if they really instilled or pushed those mechanisms as well. So that's a very good question, Michelle. Seriously, it's a very good question. But that also shows what kind of show is being run, how that show is really being run. If you don't feel like you could just go to somebody and say, hey, this is what's going on. Without fear of losing your job says a lot, definitely says a lot. Do we have the video? No, it was only sent to the staff. Uh, okay. uh, and so they're talking about it and there's like some people are, are giving quotes or whatever, but, okay. um, you know, it's, uh, currently not a public item. Okay. I'm sure it will be at some point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we're going to jump into the next to the next piece, which I found very interesting as well. Um, this is the next piece of information that I find interesting. Here it is. Rose McGowan calls out Kamala Harris over, Harvey Weinstein, how many, and I quote, how many predators bankroll you? So while Hollywood stars drool over Kamala Harris, actress Rose McGowan has shown up to deliver a sobering reality check. The actress and Me Too activist is calling out the newly minted vice, prince, uh, vice principal, vice presidential candidate for accepting donations from Harvey Weinstein when she was attorney general of California. Did you read She says, and I quote, uh, did you return the money Weinstein gave you? McGowan tweeted yesterday on Wednesday. Uh, how many predators bankroll you? Now, Kamala Harris accepted a $2,500 check from uh, Harvey Weinstein for her re-election campaign for California's attorney general in 2014. Three years later, she received another $2,500 donation from $2,500 donation from Harvey Weinstein for her bid for U.S. Senate. So, of course, as we already know, uh, he's been in trouble, you know, for uh, he's he's in jail for for uh, for convicted rape and sexual assault. But he's also one of the one of Hollywood's most active political donors. Um, corralling big ticket celebrity donations from Democratic candidates 
uh, including Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. So this is a very interesting thing to be uh, put out there. Uh, obviously, this is something that's trending pretty hard on Twitter right now as we speak uh, with Rose McGowan, who obviously is a hardcore Me Too supporter. Of course, she is trying to uh, stop you know, things like pizza gates and all the things that are going on right now in regards to anything in the long, uh, along the lines of Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein to Weinstein to, to the slew of things that have been, uh, all the accusations that have put, been put out there recently. Um, so she is trying to shed light on something very, very serious. And, um, yeah, Rose McGowan is out here trying to, uh, put claims on some people. What you think, man? Uh, I don't know. It's always interesting when people are like, oh, you somebody gave you something years ago before you knew about this, or maybe she knew, maybe she knew about him. But it's like a lot of people donate a lot of money to different causes, um, and especially a lot of uh, people that have a lot of money donate their money so that they get tax write-offs. Um, so, like... It, Besides just going after her, is she going to go to every place else that Weinstein or Weinstein had donated money to? Um, but she already had said that she was going to donate that money uh, to, uh, let's see, what was the name of the, uh, to a nonprofit women's rights charity. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those things like she was complaining about it, but it's already been addressed. So, yeah. But well, I, mean, I don't know, in general, like, if somebody. Donate to your campaign. Should you return the money if if they find out that they've done something bad? Because um, you're trying to make a change, and maybe your policies will be good to not only affect that one person, but maybe you can make changes for a bigger bigger good if you put in the right position, right? I don't know. I'd rather it be in her hands than his. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh. I don't know. Separate True. the man from his money because he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve anything that he has right now. And, and but the thing is, is I also have to say this as a, a counter, um, a, a counter rebuttal or a a rebuttal. Here it is. If you accept money from somebody that's very very well to do, um, super connected in California, that somebody who's out there kicking ass and taking names doesn't mean that you know everything about that person. You see what I'm saying? If if I was running for some huge seat in office and say one of the richest people in my city said, hey, I want to back you. Not every day are you finding out that that huge name has allegations of something, you know, even during that time, I'm, even during that time. I'm not trying to defend Kamala Harris at all. I'm just saying you don't really truly know somebody until those things come out. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. if you accept an endorsement from somebody doesn't mean that you already know that that person is out here doing some dirty. You know what I'm saying? Not every day do you know somebody's doing some dirty. That's all I'm trying to say. You might accept the, the you might accept the check and then 7 years later they get accused of sexual harassment or some sexual misconduct, you know, or something as hard as the aura word, you know? And so I feel like sometimes it's hard for you to go, oh, that Kamala Harris is a terrible person because she accepted $2,500 
for her campaign from somebody who is now a convicted sex offender, you know, or, uh, uh, um, you know, rapist, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sex offender, what am I saying? So, so that's the thing where I'm like, all right, how can you really truly know? You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're getting endorsements and uh, backing from uh, multiple angles, you know, you never know where your money's coming from. Now, I feel like nowadays it's one of those things like now we have to go into a situation where we have to, like if any person is running for anything, you almost have to do a deep dive on every single organization or every single person that is sending you money. Because you never know. Because as soon as you accept a check from, say, a, 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 a future Harvey Weinstein type person, you get burned for it. And it's kind of like, well, I didn't know he was going to be this. You see what I'm saying? And if only right. we had a DeLorean. You know what I'm saying? And if only we had Doc, you know, and Marty McFly, where we can jump in and go 88 miles an hour and jump into the future and just see who gets in trouble. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way we can really do that. So I'm not sitting here defending the situation. I'm just saying something that doesn't make sense for her to try to drag Kamala for. That's all I'm saying. Not a great look for Kamala, but how does she know? How does she know that that was going to go down? You see what I'm saying? Right. And in fact, I'm sure she can go, well, shoot, I'm writing that check back. Here you go. Live on Twitter. Boop. Right. Here you guys go. Leave me alone. <laughs> End of story. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, it's, um, you can't, I mean, I saw on the side here someone is saying, well, how many Republicans did Weinstein, you know, support or donate to? Or yeah. anybody else, like, like, should every donation that he ever made to everybody be returned to him? Like, I, I just don't. Like, if yeah. you can go through, like, how many people did Trump support? And Trump gave money to Kamala, so yeah, uh, and and he's a suspected sexual misconduct person, so Mis- misconductor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you I also got to remember too, you know, uh, NRA. NRA is in a lot of heat right now, and they funded, you know, they, they funded Trump as well, his campaigns as well. So it's like, what does he do? Maybe he didn't know anything. Maybe he does. We don't know. All we know is that he accepted that check, and that's it. That's all she wrote. So it makes you wonder how much is, you know what I'm saying? How much is okay What's the lines? You know, what, what is the line? What's the barrier? Or do you just do a background check on everybody and everybody all the time? But then that slows down your monies. Yeah. Oh, you got this $5 donation from this guy in somewhere in Minnesota that, oh, but yep, he was up. convicted of, of rape 10 years ago. So you got exactly. to give that back. And then you got all these other people over here that gave you this amount of money for doing this. And right. this person was found out to be this. Like, at some point in time, there would just be no money given to anybody. Right. And maybe that's better. Maybe they're, maybe politics shouldn't have any donations, and they should just purely win on their policies. Right. No, and that's true. Ha. Huh. Something to think about. Something to think about, for sure. But unfortunately, that's not how the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Um, and that's just something that we're just going to have to... Whew, 
slowly but surely have to deal with as time goes on. I, I, you know, like I said, the, the, you got to remember, there's a lot of guys out there that make a lot of money that do a lot of dirty. That's it. Unfortunately, you know, that's just how we that's just how we roll nowadays. You know, uh, there's a lot of people out there with buckets and buckets of money that have done some really, really, really bad things. Let's just keep it straight. Funky with y'all. Um, but um, hi, sweetie. <laughs> Shame my kid. Uh, that was Jack's kid saying hi. Um, but anyway, um, so moving on to that, you know, definitely comment down below and let us know what you think on that. I mean, you, you know, like when do you when is it when would you how would you appreciate or how would you go and collect funding if you were a politician? I feel like a lot of it is run by dirty money anyway. It's just like I said, it's just another conf another version of like it's organized crime. Basically, if you really think about it, sorry to say it like that, but I'm going to keep it straight funky, you know, um, but moving on to the next story. You know, we got one more story before we get into our interview with Chris Porter, comedian Chris Porter. But um, this next this next thing I found very very, very interesting. Uh, this is going, this is trending pretty hard right now on, this is trending pretty hard right now on uh, Twitter as we speak. And the thing is, is that there are thousands of people that attended a pool party in Wuhan, China. Huh. Yes, I said it. Thousands of people attend a pool party at, in Wuhan, China. And we got the video right here. I'm going to show it to you guys right now. Let's take a look. Take a look at this. Bruh, look at that. Look how many people are out there. Look at that. Do you see how many people are out there? Bruh. Bruh. That is, that is Wuhan, China. That is Wuhan, China. One more time for you guys to put your peepers on. Take a look at that ish. Bruh. Wuhan, China. Remember, remember, that is ground zero of where the <coughs> Rona came from. Let me just say that again. That is the ground zero where the <coughs> Rona has come from. Let me just show you this one more again. That is real. That is real. Why not? We, we just play one more time because it's they look like they're having a good old time. Yes. Spin those things. Yes. Hit that play button hard. Yes. Uh-huh. There you go. Woo. Han. China. Having a big old good old time. There, It is literally an orgy of coronavirus just being just... Coronavirus is just having a good old time up in this piece, man. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Wow. What were you going to say, Jack? They're, they're in a pool, so there's like chlorine. And I heard that the chlorine kills the coronavirus. <laughs> you lied like a mug. Ah! You know what? Here it is. Bruh. Oh, my God. Bruh. What are your thoughts on that, dude? Come on, man. Speak on it. I mean, maybe on, they Jackie. got the vaccine. Bruh, don't even do that to me. <laughs> oh my God. Nah, I ain't about I that mean, life. I, I ain't otherwise, about I, that life. I didn't see any masks. 
They ain't no mask in that piece. I didn't see no no nothing up here. Everybody was having a good old time just <laughs> in, in, in Rona soup, just chilling in a big old ball, big old bowl of Rona soup. Did you see that? Just <laughs> I'm sorry. I just gave my microphone the Rona. Do you see what I'm saying? Bruh, that was a sea. That was a sea of people. That was a sea of people swimming in Rona soup. That was Rona soup. That's gross. That's wrong, bruh. That's wrong. Do you understand? At least women got in with half price admission. I'm so proud of them. You know so what I mean? Hydro water park, where's where they were at? Yeah. It reopened on June 25th and has recently attracted around 15,000 visitors at weekends, Bruh. which its owners said was about half its usual numbers. Bruh, that's that's just wrong. That's just wrong. You know what I mean? Um, so hold on. Neither the city nor nor Hubel province has reportedly local reported locally transmitted cases of COVID-19 for three months. And the officials declared the city free of the virus after testing 10 million of the city's residents in June. Uh, there have been over 89,400 cases of coronavirus reported in China with 4,703 deaths. Re- reported done. is that key word in that one. That's just grody, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Here it is. Here it is. Um, you, got, you got situations like... You got situations like that, okay? And then you got situations that are happening, you know, in, in, in the states right now that are, are people that people are just going out, kicking it. And they're, they're, that's, they're not even in water. You know what I'm saying? They're just in a bar, kicking it, trying to do their thing, trying to live life. And don't get me wrong. I get it. We all want to live life. We all want to do our thing. Trust me. I want to go and have a good time. Trust me. You know what I mean? I want to get it in. But at the same time, what the hell? Here's the thing. Ground zero. That's ground zero of where the Rona started, where coronavirus started. Allegedly. OK, I know that people will sit there. There's other people out there that say it came from something else. or There's all these conspiracy theories that are out there. But here it is. All we know, the general public knows sans conspiracy theories that the Rona came from Wuhan. So why? Does one jump into a pool in a place where it's the ground zero spot where coronavirus went off? You're telling me those thousands of people got checked as they walked into the pool party and they're fine? You're telling me not one of them had symptoms? You're telling me, you know what I'm saying? Like now I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what kind of numbers they're going to have. There's going to be another outbreak over there, for sure. Oh, but they're going to hide it from us. Let's just be real. They're going to, they're going to lie about their numbers like they have been. Let's just keep it straight funky, y'all. They've been lying about these numbers. And apparently they're fine. You know what I'm saying? You got the, the cute DJ hitting that space bar as hard as she could on beat. Uh, you know what I'm saying? She's yeah. really spinning. She's spinning hard up there. And then you got thousands of people in Rona soup, wave, just waves of ro- Rona, Rona soup. soup. Yeah, Rona soup waves. <laughs> just just chilling like, yeah, you know, rolling on E or Molly or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That is stupid. That's not what you do, man. 
You don't do that. That's gross. That's gross. And Mr. Super, yes, I said grody. That's grody. Bruh, that's grody. I'm throwing out like an 80s term. Grody. That's nasty. Ground zero? Do you know, do you understand how much backlash New York would have gotten if New York did that? If there was some huge pool party spot that everybody went to, you know, so that they can get wet and have a good old time. And they just did that. Bruh, New York would be like destroyed right now. Social media would have been destroying them right now. Cuomo would be thrown under a bus. 17 buses just cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. And then they all run back over, re- reverse, making sure him dead. Do you understand that? Wuhan should not be doing that stuff and they should not be condoning that. No one should have shown a video of that at all. Who wants to do? What kind of idiot pulls out a video and says, yeah, we getting it in, y'all. Ground zero, Rona. We back at it again. <laughs> I'm telling you, coronavirus, this is like coronavirus's next album. You thought he retired like Jay-Z. You thought he retired. You thought he was gone, but another one. It's your boy, Rona. You know what I'm saying? Bruh, this is is terrible, man. This is like a Jay-Z mixtape that came out after he freaking retired. They're like, hey, man, you you thought you were done with your boy? Ha! It's another one. Come on, man. Watch, there's going to be another wave, bruh. That pisses me off. That pisses me off. That's, we should not be seeing that. That should not be happening, period. Not just, not, not just we shouldn't be seeing that. That shouldn't be happening, period. Yeah. And Damn. Then, and then you just look at, it's not like we have done anything different here. Bruh. There have already been plenty of videos showing pool parties and everything else in the U.S. while things are raging on with no testing. So, yeah, you know, it's kind of, you know, while I don't like to see it, it's hard to be hypocritical. Bruh, <laughs> like, I, oh, it just ang- it angers me so much because it's just like we are all out here trying to survive. We're all here chilling. Not none of us got a chance to go out into the pool areas like that and get a good old tan kind of thing. Because, you know, we all out here. There's a lot of out- people out here just sitting, hold up in their cribs, not doing anything. Bored in the house, bored in the house, bored. You know what I'm saying? Still, to this day. And then you got these people out here just, just having a, like having the time of their life. When Corona, they're the spot that Corona like went off on. Man, you guys are stupid. Gecko Moon just said something that I totally agree. Seems like China, Wuhan, is rubbing it, in, rubbing it into all of our faces now. We've moved on. Now y'all deal with it. Facts, Gecko. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, man. Anyway, all I can say is I hope that doesn't spike anything off. I hope that doesn't start anything off because we ain't got time for this, yo. We need to survive. We need to live. We don't need another a fifth, a fourth wave, a third wave. You know what I'm saying? It's enough already. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. Mr. Supers just said uh, the pee in the pool neut- neutralizes the virus. Do you understand if, if I realized and I was in Wuhan in that pool party and I knew that pee was going to neutralize the virus, I'd be just, uh, I'd, be just I'd let it all out. I don't care. And, and turn in circles so I can have a, <laughs> so you, you don't, I can't get it in, the, in my periphery. You know what I mean? In my peripherals, I would just turn in circles like this, just, just letting it all out, peeing. I don't care. 
You know what I'm saying? Starting a, a, a fortress of disinfectant. Yeah, welcome to the R. Kelly pool. No kidding. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> drip, drip, drip. Anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. Uh, but when we come back, I got an interview with the very funny Chris Porter. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and sticking around. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that subscribe button down below, y'all. You know, our YouTube channel's been crazy building, going crazy right now, and I appreciate all the love on our YouTube channel. So definitely go hit that subscribe button. And just so you guys know, we do this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time live. So you get the news, you get the interviews, you get the entertainment right here on the Pascal Show YouTube channel. So go hit that subscribe button. And if you're enjoying the show so far, hit that like button down below this feed as we speak. Anyway, we got to jump into this because I got somebody very, very special in the house. This is my dude, my brother. You know, he's a Kansas City native. I mean, I, I forgive him for that. But he's still really, really funny. The very, very funny, very, very talented comedian Chris Porter is in the house. What's up, man? Hello, hello. How the hell you been, my brother? I've been bored. I've been real <laughs> bored. Ain't that the truth, man? I feel you, man. I feel you. So where where are you staying at right now? Where are you at right now? Uh, I'm at my... Uh, well, my apartment in Los Angeles, where I've been pretty much the whole pandemic. I've I've gone out a few times to yeah. do gigs, and then last week I went on a... I just had enough. I was like, I'm going to just go, and if I get it, I get it. And I went on a little vacation. Oh, that's dumb. I didn't get it. So, double win. Yeah. Win-win, <laughs> baby. Win-win. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I, I can only uh, imagine what it's like in L.A. right now, because, I mean, that's where you are right now, so... Gotta ask you. Yeah, how's, it's uh, like it's it? almost like a zomb the the end of a zombie movie where all the zombies are dead, but there's no one outside still. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's just everything's pretty much everything's closed, <laughs> and uh, some of the restaurants are open now, but you got to eat outside. But now it's a thousand degrees because it's August, so pretty much everything's closed. Yeah, no kidding, man. Um, yeah, I, I can only imagine like how people. How the creative, how creatives are doing in Hollywood, and how they're dealing with this time, this crazy time that we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are yeah. you? How are you getting by? Like, what are you doing to get by right now, man? Uh, you know, shows, uh, knitting, a lot of knitting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, just you know, the first two months of it was great because I, you know, I've been on the road forty weekends a year for. 10 years at least. So yeah. to have two months in the same place was, was fun. And now we're at five months and, uh, I think I need to buy seven cats and start wearing Kleenex boxes as shoes. Like I'm just starting to lose my mind a little bit, but, uh, yeah. you know, it is what it is. It's hard to write because, you know, there's no life to comment on. Right. So, uh, it's a lot of, you know, when I do do my shows, it's it's also a lot of trying to remember how to do it. Yeah, no, I, I feel you on that because, I mean, here it is. Like, there is, I, I can only imagine, like, how hard it is. Like, you, you were just saying, like, how are you finding jokes that haven't been, I'll just say this, how are you finding jokes 
that haven't been used before in regards to this quarantine, this lockdown, the the Rona even. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, the kind of the cool thing is, is I, I'm actually one of the few comics, you know, doing actually being able to go out and do shows. I'm very fortunate. So oh, really? most of the Corona jokes I'm doing, which are very few, uh, are pretty uh original right now yeah but i think what'll happen is as soon as the all the clubs start to reopen and all the open mic nights start it's it's gonna be just this giant flood of quarantine jokes but i i don't try to talk about it too much because i feel like it's the last thing people want to hear about when they're finally out of their house yeah you know when they're bored in the house bored in the house bored um and then yeah. it's like, and yeah. I don't want and to then, be reminded of it. And then you come it. to a show and all I talk about is being bored in the house. They're like, no, no, let's, let's pretend like life is normal. And you just talk about some regular stuff. Right. Right. It's like, yeah, let's just, let's just, let's talk about just how normal life used to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like watching NBA games right now is not the same. I feel like I'm watching a scrimmage, right. but it's what you got. So let's just pretend. Bro, I feel like it's it's like watching 2K. Like I think I'm watching 2K. It's not it's not the same. It it feels like a video game. The the way it, it absolutely looks. does. And you it, know what I'm saying? It, like you have to remind yourself that this game counts a lot. Like especially <laughs> now in the playoffs, you have yeah. to like remind yourself. Like oh no, this isn't the G League. Right. <laughs> this is the real deal. They're going this for it all. This is the real deal, and they have to win at least three of these. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? That's yeah, nuts. it's crazy. But it's also the times, and it's weird to watch baseball and a guy hits a home run into nobody. Nothing. It's so but weird. I, I, this is still way better than the three months we didn't have sports. That is true. I mean, it's at for, least it's something to watch. You where know you what I'm turn on Sports Center and Kenny Main was reading poetry. Get out of here. He was? No, I'm just, I'm making sure. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm a oh joke maker, Pascal. Yeah, I know, man. I was just saying, oh my God, if he was really, that would have been hilarious. I would have paid to see that. Um, I mean, I think we were a month from that. I oh, mean, yeah. you, it just turned into like a, like a 30 for 30. Right. They're just like, Hey, remember this game? Remember these? Okay. Oh, remember Jordan? Let's talk about that. You know, let's see that show for a little yeah. while. You know what I mean? Let's obsess about that for a while and, and nitpick everything he does to what he's drinking in the in the in the uh, in the documentary to all this other BS that was going on. I mean, it was it was so ridiculous. But um, man, it, it's so funny that um, that it's so funny how how much we are like screw like just with our by tooth and nail we are trying so hard to find anything to talk about nowadays because there really isn't anything going on in the world except for like the the elections that are coming up up in november other than that we don't have anything really else to talk about except like maybe the kardashians doing something stupid or kanye doing something stupid but other than that it's really that's it you know what i'm saying and it's yeah. kind of sad and you can't even argue about the elections because pretty much Every, it's so polarized at this point. Exactly. Everyone's chosen a side they did two years ago. Yeah. The, and yeah. so it's it's definitely, but it's also fine because no one's around to talk to anyway. Right. <laughs> Who are you going to argue with, your cat? Yeah, no kidding, man. Too bad they don't argue back. You know what I'm saying? They just go and right. pee in your shoe. 
You know what I'll I'm tell saying? you what, I've become a real good cook. <laughs> really? You I figured never, it out? I never cooked before because I was always traveling, and now I'm I'm Guy Fieri up in this place. <laughs> I'm mayor of Flavor well, Town. Then tell me what's what's your what's your dish? What's your like go to dish? What's something that you just slay every time? Uh <clears throat> I've been doing these buffalo chicken tacos that I've just been from way downtown bang. Like it's been a lot of fun. That's what's up, man. Wait, wait, wait. So no more Taco Bell? Is that over? Is your uh, love? No, I actually had some, I, you know, I'm 41 now, so the body isn't as resilient as it once was. So right. you have to kind of space out the TB. And uh, I had it Saturday night. I did a drive-in show, and on my way back, I was feeling good. And uh, I was like, I'm going to have some Taco Bell. I haven't had it in a long time. And that stuff used to go right through me, and now it hangs out for a few days, which is worse. Oh, man. I'm, I'm sorry for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I but feel you, that man. That being said, it was worth it. It still tasted delicious in my face hole. Oh, of course it did. Of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody has their crack. You know what I'm saying? Their go-to fast food joint. You know, that they yes. it doesn't matter how old you are or how much diabetes you got. You still yeah. gonna eat it, you know what I mean? And uh, I guess Taco Bell is yours, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, um, I understand that you got a a show coming up on August 28th. You're doing a virtual comedy show. Tell me a little bit yeah. a bit about it, man. Well, that's the world we're in now. Since all the clubs are closed, I just I work from home, which I didn't even think was a possibility until the coughing started. Uh, but yeah, I'm. It's it's kind of cool because not only do, am I going to do a show, but it's also I hang out afterwards and you can ask questions oh, and hang out. And uh, so it's it's kind of cool. It's a little different in that aspect. But uh, you go to RushTix.com. It's 15 bucks a screen. So, like, you can have friends over and watch it all, and it's still 15 bucks. And uh, it's, you know, it's 5 p.m. your time, 7 p.m. Pacific. But it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's it's where we're at now. And so, you know, it's not like anything's open anyway. So hang out at home on a Friday right. night and watch me do some comedy. And if you have questions or concerns, you can express them. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. And, I, I mean, and, and the thing is, is like what – I mean I, – I gotta be honest with you, man. I gotta, I gotta ask. I mean, I, it, aside from this, uh, this event on the twenty eighth sounds like a really good time, but I mean, <clears throat> and this might be a personal question, so I'm gonna, uh, but so you know, I understand if you you're not cool with it, but how are you securing the bag? You see what I'm saying? Like, has it been has it been tough, like during these uh, times, or have you been you finding mean, a new angle? I'm sorry, I don't understand the phrase. Are you asking how am I getting money? How are you getting paid? Like, how are you? It, I know that's like what I mean is it's uh, like how are you, you know, well luckily you know what I'm I saying wor- I I had plenty of money in the bank for like literally the first time in my life when this all started right so that was well timed uh but you know luckily I I've had gigs here and there mm-hmm. uh and then you know I've got four records out so I make I make a significant amount off those being played on Spotify and all that stuff. So, I mean, I'm fortunate that I have mailbox money and have been getting gigs here and there. So, uh, that being said, I'm calling unemployment office as soon as 
we're done here. Word. So, you know, you just got to do, and you know, I got a stimulus check. So that, and I found out if you don't go out to eat every meal, you end up keeping a lot of your money. You save a whole lot of quiche if you're not spending it all the time on, on, yeah, on fast that's, food. That's Real talk. one thing is like when everything's closed and you're not going out, that, that balance doesn't decrease like it yeah. used to. It doesn't budge, which is nice. No. You know what I mean? So, and, uh, and then it gets you a chance to learn how to cook at the same time. Yeah. You know be I mean? an adult for the first time ever. <laughs> Adulting. Adulting. So, yeah. There's that. Yeah, man. I mean, so bought uh, my first bed frame. Look at me. Really? Wow. You're moving up in the world, man. So you're not sleeping on the floor. You're not. The mattress isn't on the floor anymore. Right. Girls don't like it when your mattress is on the floor. They will <laughs> find their shirt and call an Uber. I promise you. <laughs> they're like, I'm done, man. Call it a day. The time out. We're they're, done. They're like, We're done. Oh, what is this? <laughs> we're sleeping in this no Mm-mm. i'm getting a lift and you paying for it bye yeah. <laughs> you're like well you're half right <laughs> right oh uh, you know it's like a, i'm gonna get you the carpool <laughs> feature you're gonna have to share the ride <laughs> yeah sorry you're gonna wait and save. <laughs> oh man i love it hey chris Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really, really appreciate it. Let everybody know one more time uh, about August 28th and also where they can go and follow you on. Oh, of course. Uh, the show, August 28th, 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, go to RushTix.com. Pay 15 bucks. They send you a link. It's real simple in that regard. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram at I am Chris Porter. And as soon as they let me back on to Twitter, I didn't get banned or anything. I'm just having login issues. What? And uh, it's it's been a four-month four nightmare. But uh, as soon as I get back on there, Twitter, I am Chris Porter. Uh, and you can go find all my dates when they start trickling back in at chrisportercomedy.com. Right on, man. Right on, man. Hey, Chris, thank you so much for taking the time out to sit down with me today, man. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you on the 28th live. I'm going to go check well, that out. Well, I don't out. wake up early for a lot of people, but for you, Pascal, anything, buddy. <laughs> thank you, brother. I appreciate it. We're going to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and being a part of the show today. Uh, we do have some breaking news. This is brand spanking news, so bear with us because we're going to be trudging through this pretty hardcore. Now, here's the thing. Trump has been talking about pardoning over overnight, literally, as he's in his Air Force One or his Trump plane. I think it's his own Trump plane. Anyway, he mentioned that he was going to possibly pardon somebody today and everybody was sitting there speculating like a mug going hey who could it be who could it be some people thought it was going to be i saw a tiger you know uh tiger king they also thought it was going to be uh possibly snowden edward snowden but we have breaking news on who he decided to pardon jackie speak on it so uh president trump has announced this morning that he will give a posthumous, that's how you pronounce that, right? Uh, yep. Pardon uh, to Susan B. Anthony. And Susan so, B. Anthony, y'all. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Just for people who don't know who Susan B. Anthony is, who is Susan B. Anthony? 
quick little synopsis. So she was like the one of the largest involved people in the women's suffrage movement. Uh, so if women have the right to vote today, uh, yep. you can you can thank Susan B. Anthony. Uh, so and the announcement today came 100 years to the day after the 1920 ratification yes. of the 19th Amendment, of the 19th, which gave the women the right to vote. The right to vote. So congratulations on 100 years, first off. Okay, 100 years. Susan B. Anthony has been pardoned on the exact day of the celebration of the 100th anniversary of women's right to vote. This is very, very interesting. Right. Very interesting. Do you know why, what he's pardoning her for? What is he pardoning her for, Jack? So uh, she had uh, voted, and then she was indicted and tried and convicted for voting illegally. Uh, and then she was sentenced to pay a fine of $100 in court costs. Uh, so that uh, has never been pardoned before. It's always said on the books. And uh, so President Trump has taken it upon himself to hmm. be the one to pardon her. Let me ask you this. How long has Susan B. Anthony been on the books? How long has she been? And that was in, what year, 1872. So, you know, 138 years. Interesting. 18 years. Wow. That's some funny stuff. So, Susan B. Anthony has officially been pardoned, everybody. Wow. So, I, gotta I, mean, be, I don't know. What do you think about it? I, I'm going to say this. If anything, I'm, I'm happy about it. Yes, I'm happy about it because this is somebody who was fighting for women's rights, uh, you know, fighting uh, women's suffrage, as you were saying a second ago. Um, I'm happy about it. I think this is really, really fantastic news. But I also think this too. Trump's very smart. He's being very smart. He just did a very smart move. That was a very smart move. I'm going to be really honest. That was a very smart move. Here it is. Because we we are going to talk about this in, in a little bit. But there is a lot of things in regards to both sides of the political spectrum right now during these elections are trying to get, trying to pander sometimes, uh, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, towards the female vote, towards the woman's vote. So the fact that he did this, especially on the 100th anniversary of women's right to vote, is a very, very smart move. So some people would ask, is this a political political stunt? Is this specifically a political stunt? Or is he doing this because he feels that she has a right to be pardoned? Inquiring minds would like to know. Regardless of it, I am happy about it. I also do think politically, as far as a political move, it's a very smart move on behalf of Trump. What do you think, Jack? I mean, what what is the effect of a pardon on a on someone that is already passed? See, that's the other thing. It's not like she is still alive. She ain't gonna be outside running around being free. She's gone. She's no longer with us. She is dust in the wind. All right. 
So I don't know. I know that it's it it's nice. It's great. I'm happy about it for sure. But that doesn't bring her freedom. She doesn't get the taste this this the 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 sweet taste of freedom as she walks out of those prison doors. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 one of those situations where like the government pardons you, they're like forgiving you for what you did. And I don't think that in that situation either that she really was asking for forgiveness. She was demanding equality. Like, yeah. So I don't know. Pardon is kind of, I don't know. It seems surface level to me. Um, you know, what, what else is, is going to happen around it? You know, I, I look forward to see what it develops into and if there's some kind of positive movement from it. Yeah. I just, I mean, pardons in general, I think that are, are used for people that are currently alive. You know, you can see yeah. something actually happen for that person. Is this going to affect her family in some way? Is it more just, I mean, it's all more of a, I don't know. It's uh, it just seems surface level to me. It's like, okay, yeah, now she's pardoned. Well, I mean, that's the thing, because here it is. Maybe this is something that he just found out about whilst mid-travel. He could have been in the plane. Somebody in his team said, oh, you know, the hundredth year of, you know, for women's right to vote is the anniversary is tomorrow, by the way. You know, and, you know, we do have somebody on the on the list, uh, you know, that hasn't been pardoned. Susan B. Anthony. She's a huge she's an icon in regards to the women's suffrage movement and all that. Hey, Trumpy Trump, why don't you go ahead and pardon her? Because that would be a very good look and that would look very good for the the female vote and all that cuz you're trying to get the female vote right now. You know, maybe his polls are really low. Maybe it, you know, women are not really answering or or feeling t- uh, uh Trump right now. You see what I'm saying? So maybe he does this, this big move. It's a big move. Let's be real. That is a very big move. Solely just to get to pander to female to the female vote. That's one of the question. That's one thought that is most definitely out here. I'm even seeing it in the chats down below where people are sitting there going, man, it's a political stunt. It ain't ish. It ain't nothing. How convenient is he pardoning her on the day of the 100th anniversary? You see what I'm saying? It almost seems too planned out. You know, it's almost too good to be true. But at the same time, I'm going to say this. It's a very good move. And it's great news, regardless if he's doing it just to look good. It's still fantastic news. She is finally free. Her name is finally pardoned for doing something that was so amazing for doing good. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she is now her name is now pardoned is a huge thing. So I'm happy about it, but it does look like a little bit of a political stunt to me. What's up, Jack? so I just was reading a couple things on Twitter and responses yeah. to it and everything. And Kathy Hochul, uh, Lieutenant Governor of New York, uh, as highest-ranking woman elected official in New York, and on behalf of Susan B. Anthony's legacy, we demand Trump rescind his pardon. She was Wait, proud of what? her arrest to draw attention to the cause for women's rights and wow. never paid her fine. Let her rest in peace. Wow. And who said that again? I'm sorry. Uh, that was the lieutenant governor of New York, Kathy Hochul. Wow. Hmm. Maybe they're doing that because she doesn't want. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they're saying that because they don't want Trump to look good for five seconds. You know. Or yeah, the, but and it was just know? like what I was saying was like, 
I don't think she wanted forgiveness from the all-male jury that found her illegal to be voting. She demanded change in the law, which that change in the law already pardoned her. Like, that's, you know, by having, being granted the, the right to vote, that's that's her pardon. Like, giving all, all women the right, right to vote. Like, that's... Um, I could definitely see I that. I could, I could understand her stance. I mean, I could see if that. there's more about it. I don't know. Personally, I don't know about her, Susan B. Anthony's, like, legacy of what exactly she was trying to leave behind and all of her other political views or uh, anything else like that. Or, what you know, I don't know about how she went about her daily, like, uh, you know, living. And, you know, if, she, if this woman knows more about that. Now, here's the other thing, though. Maybe because obviously a lot of people think that Trump is a male chauvinist pig. So maybe she's sitting there saying, no, not him. Of all people, a chauvinist pardoning someone who wanted women's rights. You see what I'm saying? It's I feel like she's almost almost like a gut reaction of like, I wish it was not him that is pardoning her. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, you know, of course, there's a lot of people out there that feel that way about Trump, that he's just a misogynist. He's a racist. You know, you name it. Those are the things that they say about Trump in the negative context. Now, here it is. Outside of that, maybe. Yeah, maybe she didn't want her name pardoned. Maybe that's the, maybe that's what it is. But at the same time, I think it's good news. You know what I'm saying? I do think it's good news. But. You know, I I do feel that he is he could be pandering towards the towards the female vote because that's what he needs right now. That's what Biden needs, too. You know what I'm saying? Like they both need it badly. You know what I'm saying? So for that and it's perfect timing. So on the the anniversary, it just all happens at the same time. It's a good look. It's a very, very good look. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, I think regardless if she didn't want to be pardoned or not, um, I think. I'm happy that she's pardoned. Does that make sense? You know, even because yeah. in a way it seems like her, even her soul, her spirit could still be locked up in a way. And now her soul in a way has been freed, which is, I think, great. But most definitely, most definitely it, it's got a, it, it, there's a plan behind it. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I think. You know? I was waiting for him to announce that he was going to pardon that person that Kim Kardashian's trying to get out. What? Uh, oh, because oh, I know that Kardashian is trying to pardon um, a few people. She has a list of people mm-hmm. that she's working on right now. And and here it is. Doesn't mean that Trump can't do those in the future. You know, Trump right. can, all Trump has to do is just it's a stroke of a pen. You know what the I mean? Daily it's daily pardon. A, it's the John Hancock real quick. <laughs> And it's done. You see what I'm saying? So he could do that. Uh, but obviously, he was in his plane. He tweeted that he was going to be pardoning somebody m- mid-flight. Obviously, his team probably said, hey, man, look, you need more women votes. You need that. Your polls, your, the polls, the numbers show that you are just low on this end. And you need the the the, the, the housewives all the way to the professional woman out there. Uh, you know, to, to vote for you. Here's a good look. You know, the woman who is behind the woman's, the women's suffrage movement has not been pardoned. Go ahead and pardon her real quick. Great look. It's a fantastic look. You know what I'm saying? Fantastic look for sure. But some people might go, "Mm, you are most definitely pandering to 
the female or for the female vote. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is very interesting. But at the end of it all, I am very, very happy that that happened. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I am happy about that. I'm going to keep it straight funky. You know, I know some people might not agree, um, but I think no matter what, even if it is pandering, I, I, outside of the pandering, I think it's, it's, it's wonderful news. That's what I personally think, you know. Um, but yes, it is pandering because it is <laughs> perfect timing. Uh. It's perfect timing. He could have done this months ago. But he did it on the same day as the 100th day, 100th, sorry, 100th year of women's vote, the women's right to vote. It's almost too perfect. You see what I'm saying? Almost too perfect, my personal opinion. Anyway. So I guess it's uh, Biden's move, right? This is the master game of chess. It is the master game of chess. Let's keep it real. You know what I mean? It is most definitely a game of chess. But speaking of which, Biden, holy God. Biden, Biden, Biden. We're going to look at this video. Um, this is this is very interesting because Biden sat down and had an interview for Elle magazine. And uh, the funny thing is, is, you know, there are millions of other people that he could have been interviewed by millions. <laughs> Shoot. He could have been interviewed by uh, Joe Blow that owns the donut shop around the corner. But for some odd reason, he was interviewed by none other than wet and gushy herself, Cardi B. And we're going to look at this video real quick. We're going to look at their interview. It is quite an interesting conversation. Take a look, y'all. I have a whole list of things that I want and I wish and I desire uh, for our next president to do for us. But first thing first, let me keep it a buck. I just want Trump out. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like his mouth gets us in trouble so much. I don't want to be, be lied to. I don't, I don't want, like, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic right now, right? And I just want answers. I want to know when this is over. Like, you know, I want to go back to my job. I want to I want to be able to go outside. I want to be able not to feel like I'm trapped in my home. And, but I don't want somebody to lie to me and tell me that it's okay to go outside. It's okay not to wear a mask, that everything is going to be okay. No, I want like a, a timeline of when things are going to get better. I, I want a president to tell me what are the steps for us to get better besides, um, you know, uh, taking pre, uh, precautions like with our masks and quarantining. Those nails, I need somebody man. to tell me like, this is gonna be over when we find this cure. This is why it's taking so long. This is why other countries are doing better than ours when it comes to this pandemic. I need somebody to tell me the truth, the hardcore truth. And also, I of course want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare because look at Look what's happening right now. You see what? We should have been having free Medicare for a long time. I, of course, think that we need a free college education. That's second. And I want black people to stop getting killed. And no justice for it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just want more stricter laws that is fair to black citizens. 
And you know, it's fair for cops too. If you kill somebody that is that doesn't have a weapon on them, you go to jail. You know what? If I kill somebody, I gotta go to jail. You gotta go to jail too. Okay, that's that's <laughs> I was waiting for the Okay, I am okay, that's enough now. Okay. Why does why does she look why does she look like she's about she's going to a job interview like her first serious job interview of all time like it's it's i i hate it so much because she's trying to look professional but she doesn't look professional at the same damn time now here's the thing it's a 15 minute interview where most of it is her talking i'm gonna be straight funky she's talking the most now I, I I personally I, I personally just <laughs> to me it's funny to me it's funny but at the same time I know that you know from reading a lot of the comments down below there's a lot of people that sit there and go wait a second listen she's bringing she's bringing uh, topics that most of the people that maybe most of the demographic that she's trying to reach out to don't listen don't don't talk about or she's bringing up things and she's bringing awareness to a group of people that maybe don't really care about politics and don't care about what's going on you know and uh i give her mad props about that i'm just i'm gonna say that right out the gate i give her mad props i hate how she looks because it looks like she is she just it she looks ridiculous she does look ridiculous like i feel like she's going and getting interviewed for a managerial uh position at cheesecake factory that's what it feels like but here it is outside of that outside of all that i do appreciate her putting the time in to do something like that to bring awareness to the community and towards the demographic that she uh that to her followers and the people that watch her stuff uh, as well but at the same time it is just for sure him most definitely trying to pander to the black vote then on top of that pandering to the female vote as well let's just keep it real and the young audience the young demographic as well he is most definitely pandering that is so pandering so bad it is terrible it's terrible and that's not that's not how it's done you know um, now, like I said, he could have been interviewed by so many other people, so many other people, professional people, professional interviewers. And he decided to go and get interviewed by Cardi freaking B, Miss Wet and Gushy, Miss Wet Ass, you know what I'm saying, Precipitation instead that doesn't make any sense to me personally it doesn't make any sense i could see him doing that as one like a one-off kind of thing but they pick l magazine asked cardi b to interview joe biden now i'll tell you this doesn't mean doesn't mean that she doesn't have a following she's got a gigantic following gigantic and people do listen to her but i feel like it would have been better if she was to endorse the an interview Maybe there's a beginning where she's like, hey, y'all, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm going to say. And then they cut to the interview or something like that. Not have her do the interview because in a way it was a one sided conversation. He said a few he said a few things. But other than that, it was her just yapping the entire time. 
And I know there's a lot to talk about, but dang, man. I, I don't know. It just it was not a good look. It was not a good yeah. look, and it was clear that he was trying to he was clearly pandering, you know? They could, like I said, they could have picked another, you know, Lat, Latino correspondent, uh, Hispanic, uh, Latino Hispanic correspondent, or uh, correspondent, or they could have used a, a, a black correspondent that's well-respected in the game of any type. It could have been anybody else, you know what I'm saying? But they chose Cardi freaking B. What move is that all about? What is that move, Jack? What do you think? That, that, it's like, it's like I don't know, what? I'd rather see her in a mix of a crowd that's going to ask a question. And Facts. have like a whole bunch of celebrities out in a crowd, you know, socially distanced. And then they jump around and they ask, you know, certain things that they might see from the areas they live in. Word. Uh, and then maybe from the community that they're, that they're around. Uh, and so, I don't know. I agree with you saying that, like, yeah, production. Say that again, Jack. What? We just lost Jack. Hopefully he'll jump back. Hopefully he'll jump back. Hopefully he'll jump back. But anyway, it, it is just a very interesting thing for one moment. He is. He could have been interviewed by anybody. Like I said, could have been interviewed by anybody, anybody else. And for some odd reason, and for some odd reason, he chose Cardi B. Now, like I said, there could be, there's plenty of one-offs. Or, you know, it also is sponsored by, and it was on Elle Magazine's whole thing. So maybe Elle Magazine set it up because they thought it would be a very interesting and very funny type of setup. Um, that could be the option. That could be the possibility as well. Um, I don't know. You know, to me, it is just a very, very weird, very, very weird um, situation. It's just a very, very weird situation. And I, I, I just think it's just funny. Regardless, it's just still a very, very funny breakdown. You know, of all people, like I said, of all people, he could have been. He could have chosen anyone else to have a legitimate interview. Even so, he could have used an influencer, maybe somebody who is highly respected in the social media game that has that kind of demographic, that has that kind of following, to sit down and have that interview with him. You know what I'm saying? He could have done, he could have had that interview with uh, many other people, you know, that would actually tune in, you know, another, maybe another res highly respected black or Hispanic, uh, uh, you know, influencer out there that is, you know, that can sit down and actually do a, a, and conduct a concise interview. And unfortunately, he doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, he chose somebody else. And I agree with you guys sitting here saying this on here. Most definitely, it is him pandering like a mug. Pandering like a mug. You know what I'm saying? And that's sad, bruh. That's really, really sad because that's not how you do it. That's not how you play this game. You know what I'm saying? That's not how it's done. And because now you see something like this and you're just kind of like rolling your eyes. And instead of actually listening to the actual interview and caring, you're automatically seeing like, oh, he's clearly chucking and jiving so he can get the black female vote or the black vote or the female vote. You know what I'm saying? Clearly it's pandering. You know what I'm saying? And that sucks. That really, really sucks. 
You know, his stuff does not seem genuine at all nowadays. A lot of his stuff is just very fake and very, uh, 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 very uh, disingenuous, you know, and it's uh, it's frustrating, you know. But I'm going to read I'm going to read some of your comments, by the way, because, you know, I would love to hear what you guys think on all this for sure. Uh, Mr. T12, you're absolutely right. She's she's Dominican. Her fans are very young and in the current and in the in the current hip hop scene. No one with good sense uh, pays her any attention outside of entertainment stuff. And that's not that impressive. And and the thing is, is like. (laughs) and, And that's the thing, like she most definitely has a very young audience that eats up everything that she says and eats up everything that she does. She has a demographic. There's nothing wrong with her having that, that strong of a demographic. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but at the same time, it is most definitely like you sit there and go, why? And I know that she's done some other interviews before where she's, you know, gotten a little bit on the political, political scene a little bit, like, you know, talking with, with um, Bernie Sanders and all that. But still, it's kind of like, is this a serious conversation or is this her just being the adorable and funny? And, you know, uh, obviously people love her. The, the, she's got a lot of charisma. People really eat up her stuff. So <laughs> no pun intended. But at the same time, you know, she people like her. So it's like, all right, maybe by her having the interview, that's going to crack open a few other other demographics or or break through other levels of possible potential voters because they're going, ooh, Cardi B is talking to Joe Biden. Let's talk. Let's see what's going on. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it. I feel like it's it's an interesting move, but I don't know if it's something that is. I just don't know if that's something that's going to really stick. You know, it, it almost seems like a skit. Like, I feel like it should have been a skit. You feel me? It feels like a skit to me. And if if SNL does not do some sort of joke or some sort of skit with this, it's beyond me. I'm just going to say that. You know what I mean? Most definitely it's beyond me. You know? <laughs> Mr. T12, that's funny. Looking back at this in 20 years, Kim, Kanye, and Cardi B being influencers in the running of president president candidates. Yeah, that's hilarious, right? You know what I mean? Nancy was going to retire if Hillary won. I, I'd bet that she'd retire if Biden wins. Hakeem Jeffries would become the Speaker of the House. Wow, that's what's up. Um, Yeah, and then Ducky Momo, that is another like theory that uh, Biden is going to drop out. That is a theory that Biden will drop drop out and then Kamala will actually become president. And then, well, yeah, Nancy would become v- VP, which would be that's a that's a very interesting breakdown for sure. You know what I'm saying? So there's I mean, like I said, that whole interview, I thought was just kind of ridiculous, definitely pandering. Just like I think the, you know, Susan B. Anthony situation is pandering as well. You know, it's a smart move, though. I'm going to keep it real. It's a very smart move. Very, very smart move, you know. But anyway, unfortunately, that wraps our show for today, guys. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But 
I will definitely, most definitely be on tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be talking about anything and, and then some of breaking news that's going to be, of course, going on throughout this entire time. So uh, throughout the time from this point on, um, I might do a pop-up video. It all depends on how much time I have available. Today is going to be a very interesting and very busy day. So, um, But I will be on tonight for one hour only, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So be sure to tune in and be a part of it. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, hit that subscribe button down below. And for all you new subscribers and new people, part of the, the coming in and being part of the posse, thank you so much for coming in and being a part of the posse and the part of the conversation today. I really do appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I really do appreciate that big time. Um, and of course, if you haven't done it, like this video down below. That would mean a lot. And uh, Tanner Vane, uh, why don't you stream six hours a day anymore? LOL. Uh, that pace will exhaust you. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. You know what I'm saying? Just to be completely straight funky, it has been a... Uh, I, one, can't do streams like that um, every day anymore. I wish I could. Real talk, I really, really wish I could. Um, but I have to consolidate because one, I got to live. <laughs> I got to live. Then on top of that, I'm also doing pop-up videos. Then I'm talking every single day. It just gets really, really taxing on a person's body. And the thing is, is that I got to consolidate. I have a life to live outside of this place. And it's really hard to do, you know, three hours in the morning, three hours at night. So I've decided to do two hours in the morning, you know, a little bit like an hour, hour and a half at night. Um, so that we can talk, chop it up, have a conversation, um, but at the same time, um, still be able to connect with you guys, still have time to be able to put out the pop-up videos that are just independent from the show um, and all that. Uh, I just think that six, you know, three hours t twice a day is a lot, a lot of work. Um, and it's, like I said, every day is it's hard. So um, I'm doing the best I can. Um, I'm doing the best I can um, to, you know, set up things in a proper way. Um, but if right now, this is the schedule that seems to work best for me. Uh, because, like I said, being on every day is a lot. You know what I mean? Um, and thank you, Tanner Vane. And I appreciate you saying that, like, it is a lot of work. Doing six hours a day is a lot. And like I said, I still have the pop-up video i still have the seven o'clock show the 9 a.m show it's a lot bang 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 you know what i'm saying um so um uh and i'm doing all of this myself so it's a uh, it, it's it gets heavy sometimes it gets heavy um your content release schedule is really good right now in my honest opinion um or in my opinion i really do appreciate that bro and uh jennifer lang uh to your twins paisley and mac the happiest of birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday to the twins out there. Jennifer Lang to uh, Jennifer. She's brand new to the, uh, the Pascal Posse. So I appreciate you being part of the fam. And of course, happy birthday to your lovely, lovely twins, Paisley and Mac. Happy birthday. Anyway, um... 
yes, happy birthday to all people that are celebrating their birthdays today. Uh, shoot, happy 100 year anniversary to women's right to vote. That is huge. And like I said, I will be on tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So be on the lookout and possibly there will be a pop-up video before that show. Uh, it just depends on if I have the time. Today's a very busy one today as well. So anyway, um, I will see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Y'all be safe out there. Y'all do something wonderful today. Go spend time, Jennifer, with your twins. Um, I hope that they're having a wonderful one. You know what I'm saying? I hope that they're having a wonderful one, uh, Paisley and Mac, for sure. And, of course, everybody, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it, okay? Um, anyway, I will see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. I'll see you guys tonight. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.